0: Good evening, Rabbi Isai. and we continue here along Bezerah Shemiz Barach in Chavisavovish We are towards the end of Perek Dalit. is listing, as we have learned, seven different cases, seven different scenarios that can happen to a person where it would be prudent of him and really behooves him to behave with a sense of humility. And some is the, the ways that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets up for him. Others, he has the choice on his own. As we discussed in the Hamishi, the fifth one, where he says when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends great wealth and great blessing of any kind to a person, and he could use it either way, he could use it for the good or not, and it will prove to to, to be what it was given for, either for his good or retribution, or just to give him troubles and I have a test. We now go on to Hashishi in the sixth. Kishu Kireh O When a person learns Taira, or hears words of Taira, listens to the Kriyas HaTaira in Shul, hears the neviim, the words of the neviim, either that in the haftira that we lay, or learns Navi, Navi, learns the words of the Prophets. And from there, varaya and he sees from this learning, Hagamu Vainish. Certainly the Nevi'im are replete with words of chastisement, words of rebuke, words of positive encouragement that Hashem pays reward for those who do good, Hashem punishes for those who do good bad. do, do, do bad. So when a person hears these words, he says, you know, th- this is a real thing. It's serious stuff. This is reward, this punishment. So when a person learns or a person hears Torah Nevi'im, and he sees that there is reward and punishment. And then when he's honest with himself, he knows. He knows he's not perfect. He knows that he has come up short in terms of his obligations. Nobody's perfect. And the the greater the tzaddik, the more he realizes that he's far from perfect. So when he listens to something in the Torah, whether it could be something he already heard 10 times, 20 times, He's been listening to this same parsha for 40 years, 50 years. But he hears it again, and he takes it to heart. He says, I'm not perfect. And this means me. These words are spoken to me. As the Gemara tells us in Megillah, that there were 48 prophets, 48 Nevi'im. The The Gemara says, only 48 Nevi'im? There were really millions of Nevi'im. They've had whole yeshivas. They had whole academies that taught people how to reach the level of Nevoah. So what do you mean only 48? So the Gemara says, Nevoah, that was Chutzruch al That's what we're talking about. There were 48 Prophets that when, when they said, the words that they said were for their generation and for all continuous time, for all time until the end of days. Their message was eternal. So when we hear the words of Nevi'im and they're talking about the Hashem's message, a person who should take it to heart. Am, am I? Am I holding there? Am I indeed a person who can say, "I'm somebody." Excuse me. I'm somebody that's living up to what Akashbogo expects of me, or rather, That really, I've come short obligations. So when he thinks about that, his chayy kona uli abir So then it will indeed make him lower himself, humble himself before Qurishboch. When he realizes wants to give tremendous reward, but a also has to meet out punishment. He has to give punishment also. There has to be a balance. And he realizes that there's still a lot of work for him to do. So he humbles himself with that realization. because he's afraid. As because of the punishment. As Yeshio Amalach. It's described in Yeshio Yashio This is a safe Malachim. Yeshio was an interesting king. He became a king at a very young age. He was only eight years old when he took the throne. As the, the, the Navi tells us of Malachim. He was eight years old. But he had an innate personality to want to do good, the good things. And he did what was right. And then finally, when he was 18 years old, and now he was already old enough, somewhat mature to make decisions, he sent in the the the, the, uh, the soifer, Shofan. He sent in shafan to the base, Hashem to the base, Amidush. and he says, here, I want you to clean up the mess that was done by all the previous kings. And Shafan was sent in to meet Chilchiyo, the Qain HaGodl at the time, Chilchiyo, and he gave him a certain amount of money to clean up the Beis Amidosh, restore it, restore its dignity, get rid of any remnants of HaVayt And they started cleaning it up indeed, and Chilchiyo, the Qain HaGodl, tells Shafan, the Sefer, that I found a Sefer must have been buried somewhere, I found the Sefer and they opened the Sefer Torah and they started reading it. So Shafan was then sent by Chilkio the Kayin to read it in front of Yeshua HaMelech. He said, go to Yeshua HaMelech and read it. And he started reading. And the pusik says, as is written, of, brought over here, by When he heard the words of the Torah being read, He rent his clothing. Out of a sign of humility, and of a sign, really, of tshuva, he ripped his clothing. Why did he rip his clothing? So the Mepharshim over there explained, when he heard the Pusik, that Hashem is not happy with Claudius Yisrael, Hashem is upset at the misdeeds of Klau Yisrael, Hashem is going to send them out, and Hashem is going to exile your king. Yeshua Melech was the king, Yeshua says, that means me. Instead of just brushing it off, like other kings did, as the Gemara Maid Kutton tells us, other kings just brushed it off. He took it to heart. He says, if it means that the king will go into exile, that means me. So here, Chavos, of us, others understands: whenever we hear something, we shouldn't say, ah, it means the other person. Rather, it means each one of us. Each one of us, when we hear something in the Torah, we could say, you know what? This is talking to me as well. That's what Yeshua HaMelech did. But because of that, because he took it to heart and he said, this means me, Hashem says, through Shafan and Chilkio, tell the king that Yan Rakh that indeed he softened his heart and he became humbled before Hashem. And because of that, Hashem gave him a special bracha that he won't be See, he'll merit not to see any of the downfall of Yerushalayim. Only because he humbled himself. Now it's quite interesting that really we find the same possek used by Rabbein in Shareh Tshuva, in Sharshani. Sharshani deals with six different modes, six different stimulus that can bring a person to Tshuva. And Haderacharavi is the fourth way. The fourth means of bringing a person to tshuva, says Rabbi Noyan, is When a person learns tayra, he opens up the the, the Torah. He opens up chazal. He opens up a gemara. He opens up a Musa sefer. where and he reads Tanakh. He reads the avim and he hears the the Musur, the rebuke of the the navi. The understands the mussar is being told to him, and from there he becomes. In, in tune to doing tshuva. And he quotes our pasach, when Yeshua Amalek heard the words of the Sefer HaTeirah, he tore his clothing. So, it's interesting that here you have, on the one hand, Chavos is using this pasach as an understanding for a person to humble himself by taking the words of the Torah seriously. And Rabbi on the other hand, is saying this is which which these... Listening to the words of the terrorists should be an impetus to lead a person to tshuva. But of course, they are not contradictory at all. Because really, hachnah, humility, and tshuva are very closely connected and very interrelated. As a matter of fact, Rabbi Yoyne, in the first shar of Share Chuva, tshuva, where he lists there are 20, Madragas, 20 different levels of chuva and indeed says Rav that the Iker hashvi the seventh level the seventh principle of chuva is haknia bachalev vhashliflos indeed humility is one of the steps of chuva would humility is one of the rungs on the on the ladder of going up to to be a perfect chuva humility is one of that One of them. Humility is where a person is in the mode of tshuva, and thinking what he did wrong. And one of the things he realizes is that he's been a little bit too arrogant. He's been a little bit too confident in his doings, in his deeds, in his mitzvahs. And he realizes he really has to humble himself. He really has to realize that he hasn't been all that great. There's still a lot of room for improvement. And he gets a sense of humility. Humility. And that humility, as we see here in the Possek, that actually gives him great siyat deshmaya. Rabbi Yenier writes over there, where a person brings himself to humility, then HaKonosh helps him, Azreyu al sachet he helps him, leaving the Avera, VaAgbireu al-Yitzray. And he has now great siyat deshmaya to be able to overcome his Yeh So really, humility is a key to doing tshuva and sticking with the tshuva. So that's what we see, and Rabbi Yana actually, will have to quote more of it when we get more into the essence of, of Anov of humility, and what kinia really is, because Rabbi himself himself writes several paragraphs over there in, in Shari Tshuva, in the Shar Aleph, in Ois, Chav Gimel, Chav Zayim, Chav Gimel, Chav Dalet, Chav Hei, etc., where he, he, he describes the ultimate Baal, Baal Tshuva, which is really the ultimate Ba'lanova, someone who is, who is truly humble. So here we see that that's this idea as well. When a person hears, it could be he has the Torah, could be he has a Musr Shmuz, could be he's at a Levaya and they're talking about the Nifter and they're saying great, mindless, great, praise praiseworthy, n- notable things about this particular Nifter. And a person says to himself, am I like that? Are they going to say that about me? Not in terms of wanting to hear great things about himself, but being honest with himself. Is this something that I could say, uh, There's something that there's there's what to talk about me after 120? And that brings a person to humility. It brings him to a, a sense of of feeling low and feeling saying, you know, there's really a lot more that I have to, to do. There's really a lot more rungs that I have to climb. Not getting despondent about it, not getting depressed about it, but with resolve, saying, you know, I I was a little bit too lackadaisical. I was a little bit sitting back on my laurels and saying, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty good guy. And he realizes, you know what? There's a lot more to strive for, and he must. If he can, then he must. And this idea of humility, which again is very closely related to tshuva, because having a real sense of humility, which we always explained over here in Kavos world, means humility from Hashem. Not just humble with other people. That's an outgrowth of humility before Hashem. He's also humble with other people. But the humility before Hashem, because a person is always standing before Hashem. And when he gets that sense of standing before Hashem, he says, Have I really fulfilled all of my obligations to Hashem? Or I still have a lot more to do. That thought brings a person to humility. So when he hears... That there's a concept, once again, of z'char einish. There's reward and punishment. That means Hashem is exacting and is paying out what the person does. Reward for those who do good, punishment for those who do good bad. Do, do bad. person gets this image in himself, where am I standing, where am I holding? That itself brings humility, and that itself is also the process of tshuva. So here, this is how they're related very closely. And this, a beautiful lesson we see from Yeshua Melech that Yeshua Melech just heard something, even though he was in a process of trying to rebuild everything. And imagine what he was thinking. Here I'm doing a good thing, and I'm rebuilding the base HaMikdash, and I'm fixing it all up, and every Klau Yisrael is going to come back and bring Karbonus, and I'm going to take over and be the new leader who's going to be good. And all of a sudden he hears the words of Hashem chastising Klau Yisrael, and say, you and your king are going to go into Golis. And he took it to heart. Instead of saying, no, not me, I'm a good guy. He took it to heart. And Hashem says, Yan, rak levavka because you took it to heart, you took the message to heart, you said, oh, it's talking to you. Vatikona b'bnei Hashem and you humbled yourself before Hashem. That itself was the great broker for Yeshua. A good Tanakh.